Hey, I'm Sean. And I'm Clayton. And we're men who like men who like movies. Two queer men who love movies and love talking about movies. And after a lot of urging, we started this podcast. So this episode will be our first episode of 2024. Yes. Happy New Year, everyone. I know. Happy New Year. And And Happy New Year to you. Thank you. (laughs) And uh, so we're going to tell you about some of our favorites from 2023. Yes. Um, I won't lie to everyone. I've had kind of a rough year at points, so I did not watch as much as I wanted to, but I think I've got a pretty good list. (laughs) I was still able to make 10. (laughs) 2023 was a bitch. Uh, Here's hoping 2024 is a little bit better for everyone's mental health. Um, I didn't see as much as I usually do either. My December letterbox is pretty sad. But, you know, I still did see a bunch and some really good stuff. So, Sean, what should we start with? Our favorite TV? Yeah, let's start with TV. Okay, so let's go in ranking of lowest to highest. I just want to say something I watched that did not come out this year. Well, I guess kind of, but it was new to me. My favorite new to me TV that I saw in 2023 was Doctor Who. I watched a lot of it. All of New Who in the span of about a month. It was amazing. I don't regret it. Was it. A lot. I'm so happy. I'm so excited. Shooty is wonderful. But yeah, favorite new to me was Doctor Who. And my favorite I have to put an honorable mention in here for the show Beef on Netflix. It was so petty. I had such a great time with it. I highly recommend. But my number 10 slot for favorite TV of 2023 has to go to Dead Ringers on Prime with Rachel Vice. Two Rachel Vices. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Yes, it's on my list. I, I will be watching that. I think you'd really love it. Um, Sean. My let's... favorite new to me is... Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I know you were oh, going no. to ask me that. <laughs> Um, my favorite new to me was actually Interview with the Vampire. The oh, yeah, you did show. watch that this year. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, last year. <laughs> yeah, last year. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. Very sexy. Very, it's the, it's a very good Anne Rice adaptation. Um, it captures a lot of the, the banality of being a vampire, which I think is impressive. Plus, it's also so made it super hot. hot. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was so hot. I may I to... have uh, touched myself a few times when I watched that in 2022. <laughs> I did not, but I was fanning myself like a hooker in church. Um, I yeah, it was it was good. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, I don't have any honorable mentions. Um, just because I pretty much that's fine. I just I don't think I've got a lot. Um, if I have but... them, I like to share them. Right. Um. I mean, I'm sure I could find them if I were really digging, but uh, my number 10 is actually one, and I'm not going to lie, some of these are cheats, because I, I have some of them I just started, but I've, I'm enjoying them so much that I regret not watching them. <laughs> 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 um, but I have Twisted Metal, which I thought was a ton of fun. That um, was I, this year. Twisted Metal was a lot of fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've been having a lot of fun. I love seeing Nev Campbell be bitchy. Um, yeah, should have been more in F. Campbell. 
yeah that that's literally my complaint with every movie is there's never enough nev campbell um (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i really enjoyed it i am i and this like i said this one's a little bit of a cheat i'm only two and a half episodes in um so but it's just well i know you i feel like that would be your number 10 uh yeah (laughs) even though you have not finished it yeah it's a really fun time i have a feeling i'm gonna enjoy it (laughs) so uh, my number nine slot is for season three of the righteous gemstones oh that would have been my honorable mention Uh, yeah i didn't see all of it but i i only i didn't get to see all of it i'm still catching up but i'm sure i positive that it would have been mine (laughs) in my honorable mentions at least righteous gemstones is always a fucking riot uh on hbo or max whatever the fuck they're calling it these days um yeah it's a fun time good old rich preacher family growing up in the church it just tickles a spot that it's just really nice to have uh yeah that's my number nine. Oh, what's their names finally kissed <laughs> yes they did oh my god yeah <laughs> Not to give any spoilers yeah. away, so we won't Spoiler. tell you who, but like... Spoilers? <laughs> I You told me about that, and I had to go look it up, because I was just like, yay! <laughs> yeah, after three seasons of Jesus, just fuck already. <laughs> and if anybody who's watched the show, they immediately know who we're talking about They now. do, yeah. <laughs> but if you haven't, go watch The Righteous Gemstones, one of the funniest shows on television, honestly. It, re- it really is. Um, my number nine is another cheat uh mrs davis i got halfway through and then i'm not gonna lie we got into a spooky season and i just uh, fucking spooky season yeah it slipped to my slipped to the back and i haven't had a chance to finish it but that's the betty gilpin one right yes and she is phenomenal as always betty gilpin is honestly one of my favorites um she's she gives good face she gives amazing face i will like everything she's in she just gives a great face um but yeah it's a lot of fun it's funny there's some really cool action which i was surprised about um that's an fx show right no god yes i think so (laughs) no i think it was on peacock Mm. okay but yeah betty gilpin anything with betty gilpin is generally great and even if it's not she's great yeah we love her so my number eight slot goes to Yellow Jackets season two on Showtime. I fucking love I Yellow also Jackets. Had, I also have Yellow Jackets season two on mine, but mine's number six. Mm, yeah, I figured it'd be on yours. Yellow Jackets, great time. Eat more people. You know, what's your um, number eight? Uh, I, my number eight is Harley Quinn season four. Oh, I still haven't finished it. I know. It was a lot of fun. I didn't it didn't end as bonkers. <laughs> it ended pretty bonkers, but not as bonkers as season three. But it was still such a uh, that show time. is always bonkers. Even it's air quote boring episodes are bonkers. Oh yeah. I love it. I just I anything and my only regret is they need more clay phase. <laughs> but that is always the answer. <laughs> I just love him so much. Lady Gaga! <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's just, it's a ton of fun. And I feel like the voice acting is always so on par. And I never... Yeah, the voice acting is amazing in that series. Yeah, like, it has made me like Lake Bell. And I was never a fan of Lake Bell. Yeah. Um, Like, but her Poison Ivy is, like, spot on perfect. Yeah, it's phenomenal. And 
it's just it's so well done i i really enjoy it my number seven slot goes to the great season three the final season on hulu I have loved every single season of The Great so much. I'm really sad it's gone, but at least the end of season three works as a series finale. So it's better than we've gotten with some series. Right. I, if you like I, The Favorite, go watch The Great. If you I like really The Great and you haven't seen watch it, go watch it. The Favorite. <laughs> yeah, um, I really need to watch it. I've been wanting to. Elle Fanning is phenomenal. It's so good. It's so funny. I highly recommend. It's coming in for you at number seven. Yeah, my number seven is Poker Face um, mm. with Natasha Leone. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a ton of fun. Uh, I also have Poker Face, but that is my number two of the year. Wow. I loved yeah. Poker Face. I know you love Poker Face. I thought it was so good. And I, you were like... I'm shocked it's that it. low in your list. Um, I have some that I just... I didn't go with just like... I also went with how they felt to me and like how much I love them. I've never been a big, like I grew up on cop shows, so they're not really like my favorite thing in the world. It's not but, like, like a cop show. Well, I mean, it's a mystery show. It's basically Columbo. Like, yeah. And I wouldn't call Columbo a cop show either. And Columbo's amazing. Yeah. Columbo's good. I'm not saying it's not. I just, for me, I thought Poker Face was really good. Uh, it's just, I not thought season one of Poker Face was a f- masterpiece season of television. Um, but yeah, I, I respect where you put it. At least it's in no. your top ten. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. I hear that judgment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listeners, when we get off, he's just going to be like, <laughs> Poker Face number six. That's <laughs> uh, fine. Seven. I, I smoked. I got stoned. I'm chill i'm very you're, zen about you're okay this for now. I'll, yeah i'll be mad like tomorrow <laughs> when i edit actually i will be mad later when i have to edit this i have to get this out today so it'll be out like, on january fuck? 1st maybe the beginning of january 2nd depending on how late today goes number six is slightly a cheat because the season is not finished but most of it has aired and even with what has aired and what i have seen fargo season five come in at number six I think it's the best season of Fargo so far. If they stick the landing, Juno Temple and Jennifer Jason Lee are just one of the highlights of my year. Sean, I know you've been really enjoying that as well, but yeah, that's what came in for number six for me. Fargo yes, season five. It's so good. And even if you haven't watched Fargo, it's an anthology. So you could just watch season five. You don't even have to watch the other ones. And even if you have been watching the other ones, you can skip season four. Um, <laughs> Not great. I say without having seen it, but I have heard enough things that I feel like that's a universally just acknowledged thing. <laughs> and you said your number six was... Uh, Yellow Jacket. Yeah. So. so I will go ahead and go into my number five slot. The premiere What's season that? of The Last of Us on HBO. I also have The Last of Us on mine, but I have mine as number three. Are you shocked that my thing of the last is number five? Yeah. Yes, honestly, I really. So am. there was a lot of really good TV this year, Sean. Yeah. Uh, but yes, The Last of Us. I already know what your number phenomenal. One's it was be. a great, great adaptation of that game, which means a lot to me. Um, what's yours? Uh, my number five is The Fall of the House of Usher. Uh, that was fun, wasn't it? 
yeah it was a ton of fun i am a sucker for my except they got rid of the best characters too early yeah they really did like the most fascinating characters were the ones that died first but (laughs) say love you that's life um but yeah i just i found it was a lot of fun i think it's a one thing I really love about Mike Flanagan and his work is his way to show respect to everything that he's updating mm-hmm. while while still updating it. And I think that's so impressive, like Haunting of Hill House, you know, like... Yeah, Mike Flanagan is one things. of my favorite creatives. Like, yeah, like he does a project, he, I will be there. Yeah, and he, absolutely, anything he does, I'm, I'll be there. But, like, he, he just shows such respect towards every property he touches. And I think that's in a lot of ways it's it's more admirable than just like i don't know i feel like a lot of times people just like try and make shock factors i think Mm -hmm. he tries to make stories out of it and i think that is way more important than do you think ed brown would have liked it again i do i actually do think he would have liked it i Um, think so too yeah i was gonna say yeah i think he would so Shirley Jackson. <laughs> yeah, yes, absolutely. For, for I think Shirley Jackson would have adored it. Coming in at number four, season two of The Bear absolutely broke me. You did that series is such a stealth. Like a um, oh my god, it's so good. I <laughs> wanted to like podcast about it, but I just didn't have time. Um, yeah, The Bear season two. If you have Hulu and you haven't seen The Bear, cannot recommend enough. It's one of the best series I've ever seen so far. So, uh, highly recommend. What what came in at number four for you? So, my number four is also slightly a cheat because it's still going, but I really feel they're going to stick this landing. Uh, it's Monarch Legacy of Monsters. Oh, yeah. I still haven't checked that out. It's actually really good. Um, On Kurt Apple Russell, TV. Wyatt Russell. Mm-hmm. And Kurt Russell and Wyatt Russell have played the same character at different points in their lives. Um, it's just a lot of fun. And, like, uh, it does <laughs> play While Wyatt does not look sort. anything like a young Kurt Russell, it's still nice because he looks enough he like does. him. You can, be- you can believe that yeah. it's a young Kurt Russell, even if you didn't, like, grow up watching the computer wore tennis shoes or something, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, he does he does have a similar facial shape. Like, you could tell there's Goldie in there. But, like, <laughs> it, it's, it works really well. And I think they do a good job of keeping, like, a lot of the temperaments as the characters the same, which is cool. Because you could see, like, little things between the two. So I, I really like how they do that. That's re- It's a really smart way to do it. And it's just, it's a lot of fun. Like, there's more monsters than i thought there would be which i'm and you're the with. you're the huge godzilla fan so it wasn't like i, am, I have to check this out immediately fan. i'll probably like binge it when it's finished you're right so even though I, well, we all know i, I hate waited. i'm not a fan of binging but <laughs> <laughs> i actually was so i've been meaning to watch it i kept putting it off because i was like what if i don't like it like then i'm then i'm bummed out um but i don't I know actually... i've pretty much been apple tv is pretty good yeah i haven't they seen put a lot enough, of duds they have enough there. money to put into it uh, <laughs> but yeah they put in i ended up watching it over at a friend's house the first episode with him and his parents um because i was over visiting while he was in town and it was i just was like okay yeah this is it and then i went home and i binged it all last week <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, that's uh, my speaking of speaking of Apple TV, my number three slot goes to can anybody guess? Uh, Schmigadoon season two, one of the most delightful have, times I've ever had. I also have Schmigago. <laughs> Uh, it's oh, my is that your two. number three? Oh, it's your number it's two. It's my number two. Yeah, my number nice. three was Last of Us. Remember? Oh yeah, I couldn't remember that. I'm I smoked. I can't. I forgot that already. Yeah, I was gonna yeah, say. I'm just gonna remind uh, you anyway. is one of the most delightful experiences I've ever had. It's three hours of time that you couldn't spend any other better way. Like, it's wonderful. Can't recommend it enough. Apple TV. So Check good. it out. Uh, your number two spot. You told us. Wish Chicago. Oh yeah, what's your number three spot? Last of Us. Oh yeah, we've already gone both of those. Well, and I told yeah. everybody my my number two was Poker Face. So, what's your number one? What was your number one show that you saw this year? So my number one show you did already mention, um, but I decided I didn't want to give it away right then and there. Uh, my number one is Fargo, season five. Um, I am having so much fun with this season. Uh, Juno, it's Temple, fantastic. It's yeah, absolutely like, amazing. Juno Temple is knocking it out of the park. Um, John Hamm is delicious. Uh, Jennifer Jason Lee is just being everything. cunty queen, and I can't get <laughs> enough of it. <laughs> yeah, she is everything, and I am here for it. Um, yeah, I just I'm loving it so much, and I really feel like this is going to be a season they stick the landing. Um, oh yeah, so I'm oh, yeah? just enjoying it. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, but yeah, I'm really enjoying it, having fun, and we all know what yours is going to be. Uh, yes, uh, Succession, the final yeah. season, season four. If you would have said anything else, I would have been all like, "You're what wrong. a series!" Honestly, uh, you didn't stop talking about it for like. Uh, I'm already However going through basically two simultaneous rewatches, and I watched the entire series earlier this year. I'm watching it through yeah. with Mitchell and James, and I can't get enough of it. I think it's just one of those shows that I'm just going to rewatch all the time. It's amazing. Go watch it's Succession. On, it's on your list of rewatchers. I know. I want to watch it. It's, it's one of the best shows I've ever seen. Like It's up there with like The Sopranos and Six Feet Under, and yeah, it's just... I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of the first season I just never it never caught on for me for whatever reason yeah I feel like uh if you get through episode six or seven of the first season it's not working for you it's just not for you but um yeah because I think it was episode six or seven that it finally clicked for me and there's like three spots during season one that it usually like clicks for someone so you know maybe it's just not for you and that's fine but there's a moment there's always a moment yeah there's always a moment um i had a prompt in here for myself but i don't know did you play any new games in 2023 not really i didn't play a lot but i really liked a couple brand new games that i did play they were both remakes my number two is the ps5 remake of the last of us entitled the last of us part one that game is pretty much flawless anyway. And seeing it remade for the PS5 was just, oh, chef's kiss. And my number one out of these two brand new games I played, and I'm only plugging them because they just were that great. The RE4, Resident Evil 4 remake for PS5. 
again, just yeah. chef's kiss. So good. I never thought the remake would actually surpass the original. And I pretty much said to the original, I don't want to play with you anymore. Um, it's a really good time. <laughs> Highly recommend if you're a Resident Evil fan. It's a good oh, time. But I have been playing the Dead Space remake. It's been really good. Yeah? Yeah, I didn't get a chance to finish it, but... Uh, so let's move on to our favorite horror movies of 2023. Horror movies that I saw this year, this past year. My favorite new to me film was something we covered on this podcast and Sean introduced to me was Pumpkinhead. I thought I was going to hate it and I really, really liked it. Uh, thank you for showing that to me, Sean. You're very welcome. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I told you, I... I th- it was one that I would have been very surprised if you didn't like it. Like I was honestly would have been completely surprised if you didn't like it. I thought it was right up your alley. Um I just I had so much fun with it. Yeah, I was shocked that I liked it. I thought it was going to be awful. And he, yeah, he loved really it. now did. it's like He was <laughs> I mean, go listen to the episode. We really get into it. With Devon Taylor from Spectre Cinema Club. It's a fun time. Yes, it's a it's a really good one. Um, and for mine for the year, um, I'm actually going to go with Funny Games from you. Oh, okay. Um, uh, the more I have not been able to stop thinking about that movie since I've seen it. Um, and I'm so it just sorry. Pops into but my it, head. It is no, really it's good. okay. It's. <laughs> But it's so, like, there are so many things I didn't realize on it the more I think about it. And I've done some research and listened to some podcasts. and Like, I, it's literally stuck with me. And so I'm going with that. And yes, it is a dark and bleak and brutal. Um, but you can just keep telling yourself it's only a movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I also have an honorable mention. That didn't make it into my top ten, but I have to shout it out. Honorable mentions. <laughs> that, that's fine. My honorable mention goes to Skinnamarink. What a film! That's also one of my honorable mentions. Sean, give us your honorable mentions. All three of them. Uh, so Skinnamarink was my number thirteen. Um, no one will save you on Hulu was my number twelve, and uh, number eleven. And I tried so hard to fit this in was swallowed i thought swallowed was so good um swallowed is in my top 10 (laughs) yeah i tried so hard but i i some of these just jesus christ it looks like the birds outside um horrifying (laughs) yeah i don't like it uh but yeah the i tried so hard but the rest of these just resonated with me a little bit more um so i it, it it barely missed but it did miss a little onto my top 10 so going in my number 10 slot of my personal favorite horror films of 2023 goes to megan what a fun little movie that i'm so glad it exists i can't wait for megan 2.0 i Um, also have megan (laughs) is that your number 10 as well no but it's okay it's my number four because of how much fucking fun i had with it it's so much fun um yeah good times with megan what's your number 10 
Uh, my number 10 is actually Evil Dead Rise. Uh, what a journey with Evil Dead Rise. It's yeah. also on my list, but I'll talk about it when I get there. Right. I uh, I really enjoyed it. It's um, I think it's really it's a really fun time. I think it's a good Evil Dead movie. Um, I do think that it could be there's a little bit I would change on it, but it's not my movie to change. Um, so yeah, it's still really high up there for me. I really enjoyed it, but it's not my favorite of the year. So coming in at number nine for me is Scream Six. The uh, <laughs> the end of the franchise, I guess, for now. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. But um yeah, Scream Six. Justice for Had Melissa a really good time Burrow. with it. Yes. The yeah. Anyway, not gonna get into that right now because it's just really frustrating and it's still too soon. <laughs> right. What uh, uh came in at number nine for you? For me, it's actually six. Mm, yeah. um, I really had a lot of fun with Sick. I watched it twice in a row because I was so excited with those chase scenes. And yeah. a new Kevin Williamson slasher, like how can it not be on a top list? I mean, it's not in my top ten, but if you look at my letterboxed at just happy to see you on letterboxed, uh I have my twenty I have twenty three favorites of twenty twenty three and it is in that. If you want to see the movies that didn't quite make the top ten, uh yeah. Sick was yeah. fun. I, I just had like, such a good time with it. Um, yeah, the it, like the killer motivation is uh, it's a little. Uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's a little, <laughs> but I I did enjoy it and anything I does it entirely work. No, but it's very no. fun. <laughs> like there's such good chase scenes in it, and I love such chase good chase scenes. Like I that's what that's what more horror needs is chase scenes. Like we need more. Like, I'm tired of this whole, like, 30 seconds and then they're dead. Like, no, we need a chase scene. Draw this out. So, number eight, The Outwaters. We covered this. Had a good interview with Robbie Jovanovich, the director and star. Uh, Check that out. It's actually our most listened to episode. It's pretty fun. We talk about edging. Um, (laughs) What a crazy found footage movie. Existential horror uh such a great time not something you want to watch all the time because it really is just a lot but yeah had to put that in my top 10 number eight thank you for giving us that robbie yes thank you robbie it is so good it's also on my list but i'm not going to tell you where uh anticipation is killing me what what's (laughs) your number eight so my number eight was actually your number nine uh so scream six um i had a lot of fun with it there are a lot of narrative flaws um Mm -hmm. (laughs) but i (laughs) really enjoyed like it felt fun in a way that screams and i know scream five cream um wasn't meant to be fun but there's always been an element of joy in like scream like there's always for at least for me um like they've always had fun with it and there's it's and there are moments of that in scream 5 but it does feel like a more somber movie which i mean kind of fits the tone they were going for i understand it uh but this one kind of as you know scream 5 is my least favorite scream film (laughs) yeah and and that's not to say anything like crazy i think scream 5 is really good but it's also my least favorite but it's just 
there's no like, such thing as a bad scream film but yeah, yeah it's my least like favorite. it goes from like a plus to like high b plus so like i mean there's nothing there's literally nothing wrong and it's probably even an a like it's just in a different category of a but yeah i really enjoyed scream six i thought it was a lot of fun um i thought the new york setting was cool i would you know like i like the the bodega scene is one of the best scream shots they've had um yeah, yeah that's really I, fun like that's one of the best like set pieces they've done in a while i also and quite like the crawling across the ladder set piece yeah yeah the crawling across the ladder set piece was good and also the i and wish the, the train okay attack. it actually has a lot of good set pieces there's at least yeah, five excellent yeah. set pieces so like there are it's it's really done well i wish narratively it was a little bit stronger um i think that and they had killed as, some main characters you know yeah uh, i think too many people survive it um and it, which is sad because i love all of the characters but the problem is is like if there's no stakes there's no stakes but but mm-hmm. for the movie they were trying to tell i don't know who you could have killed um i mean i know who you could have killed but like <laughs> i don't know if i would have enjoyed <laughs> it as much uh but yeah i just i had a lot of fun with it and um you know gail finally got a ghost face call she did coming in at number seven on my favorite horror movies was cobweb it wasn't perfect but i really really liked it it's got really good vibes and lizzie kaplan gives in a really strange performance that i quite liked you know what's funny is that your number number seven seven. ah yeah i love when we sync up like that (laughs) (laughs) yes um lizzie uh, lizzie kaplan can do no wrong um I just, I find her such a strong actress and it's just, it was really well done. I thought it was fun. It, it's just a good creepy haunted house movie in a house that's not haunted. Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers. Uh, see, Doctor Who really weaving its way in. <laughs> uh, yeah. You can't say spoilers without me thinking of River Song. Exactly. So coming in at number six for me was the long-awaited Eli Roth coming back, giving us Thanksgiving after giving us a little taste all the way back in 2007 in Grindhouse. It wasn't the movie that I necessarily wanted or expected, and it wasn't perfect, but I had a lot of fun with it. Um definitely recommend there were some really good kills had a fun time might be a yearly watch now you know nice my number six is uh brooklyn 45 oh yeah i think it was i thought i liked it a lot i thought it really emotionally it resonated um and ramsey was really good honestly the whole cast of that is just yeah it's not in my top 10 but it is in my 23 favorite horror films of 2023 i really liked it i just it resonated like a lot of it just kind of resonated with me um Mm -hmm. and i really enjoyed it yeah it's a good good movie really liked it as well uh coming in at number five for me was brightwood a movie that we did not cover but we did get a screener for, and it is now 
You can watch it free on Vudu. Uh, I would even recommend buying it. It is truly, truly like independent movie, very low budget and shows just how much you can accomplish without, you know, $15 million. Yeah. It's so effective. It stuck with me all year. Um, yeah. Coming in at number five, my favorite horror, Brightwood. Great little, uh, timey wimey horror horrific situation yeah highly recommend (laughs) brightwood sean what's your number five so my number five is actually one you've already mentioned but i kept it quiet um and it's this was the outwaters nice i guess i didn't make it that quiet um i really (laughs) enjoyed the outwater um but i thought it was a lot of fun i it's some very unsettling imagery um extremely unsettling imagery really well none of us wants to think about our penis yeah, getting chopped it's just off done so well or doing yeah. it ourselves jesus uh, yeah at least like be like um, put to sleep for it not just out also, in the desert sorry Ugh. spoilers <laughs> yeah um but yeah it's it's just so well done and um it just uh really well crafted like horror found footage film and it's definitely one of my top found footage films now. yeah it's one of the best found footage films since Blair Witch Project yeah yeah. so coming in at number four for me was Swallowed I really liked it it really made my skin crawl some really good performances and just horrifying things to think about and it's got Jenna Malone so Carter Smith you really gave us a great year. I didn't put this in my top 10, but it is in my favorites. He also came out with The Passenger with Kyle Gallner and Johnny Berktold. Great year for uh, Carter Smith fans, director of The Ruins. If you want to hear us talk about Swallowed with him, uh, got an episode on it. Check that out. What came in at number four for you? Uh, Megan. We already talked about mm, Yeah. Uh, number three was My Evil Dead Rise. What a journey. I hated this when I, I saw this in theaters after you had believe. already seen it twice. And I was like, I can't believe you watched this twice. I hated it so much. And um, watching my letterbox journey with <laughs> Evil Dead Rise is pretty funny. Um, I am literally flabbergasted. Like, I cannot believe you have it at number three. I didn't think it was yeah. going to be on your list. Remember, how I, remember how, I fe- like, how much I bitched uh, about oh, it after I got it out of the theater? And uh, end of the year, it's my number three number three horror film. <laughs> I Clayton, fucking love absolutely. it so much. Yeah, are Clayton, there things the I would change? Yes, but um, yeah, yeah. Clayton absolutely hated this film. Like, like hate, it made me like act like angry. Me, yeah, he called me the minute he got out of the theater and was just like bitching about it, and I was like, it was not that bad. Calm yourself down. Like, <laughs> and then he. He and Mitchell, I think, went to go see it again. And he was uh, like, No, okay. I went with James the second time. Oh, okay. You went with Mitchell the first time. Um, no, I went by myself. Did you? I thought you went with Mitchell. Mm, but yeah, nope. you, I remember you went with someone the second time. And you were like, oh, wait, that was fun. And then you've progressively lightened up on it. Which is funny because it's the opposite for me. If you want to hear me talk in depth, I went on the Drafty Quarters uh, podcast to talk about Evil Dead Rise. And you can listen to that. Yeah, but that was and during really his hater depth, period. But yeah. so. <laughs> no, that was after I really liked it. I'd already seen it like four times by that point. Was it? I thought you were like, 
my no, that was no, that was when I like really liked it. I talked about the reasons I hated it and uh, initially and stuff. It really unpacked it in that episode. But yeah, uh, number three of the year, Evil Dead Rise. Who would have thought? Yeah, didn't see that coming. That's my biggest surprise for, <laughs> for this. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, um, what came in at your number three? Have you told us already? No, I have not. My three have not been mentioned at all. Um, oh, okay. So my number three was when evil works. Mm. Mm. Um, I, this was my number two. So... That's what I was going to mention next. When evil works. Yep. It's so good. What um, a film. Yeah, it's. I love a movie that just it creates such, such a world, like such a brilliant world building without spelling it. Such out good to world you. building in that movie. Yeah, like it's literally, it, it's just so well done. Um, it is probably the like creepiest concept in 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 a while, and I just it was so well done. And there's the sequ- there's one sequence which I'm sure most people, if you're in the horror genre, have heard about. There is a sequence is with a dog. Honestly, that is so stunning. One of the best uh, things I've ever seen in a horror movie. I yeah. laughed very hard, and it's just off. Anyway, um, I highly recommend When Evil Lurks. Uh, <laughs> really great. Number two of the yeah. year for me. What's your number two? What's your number? Th- uh, oh, you already gave me your number three was Evil Dead Rise. Mm-hmm. I'm already losing it. Uh, my number two is actually Saw X. And that um, is my number one horror movie of the year, Saw X. <laughs> <laughs> um i love saw x saw x was i'm not the biggest fan of the saw franchise i have a lot of fun with them but i know you love them a little bit more than i, I do i fucking love the saw franchise <laughs> i know you do i lo- i enjoy them but they're not my they're not they're the best soap opera of horror but like i just they're never been my favorite favorite i think they're a ton of fun but like saw x was the first one that's been like really emotionally resonant and really well done and as far as the critics and everything as far as they're concerned it is wildly and by far the best saw film which is crazy for a horror movie in its 10th installment (laughs) yeah and i'll be honest with you i think they're way too harsh on saw like i think saw is uh there are some of the sequels that are very too like very too convoluted i mean this is a very like a surface comparison but that would be like jason x coming out and getting like oh this has like an 86 percent on rotten tomatoes (laughs) (laughs) um but i think it was i mean of course it's the bringing back of tobin bell and and and, uh shawnee Shawnee smith Smith. um you know and they uh, my only problem with it is it makes jigsaw a little too sympathetic um i love the complicated nature of that though uh it's but like this one i love so much yeah they make him feel like a hero (laughs) at the end of this and i'm like no this dude is a straight up fucking murderer like Mm -hmm. yeah these people deserve it like do they deserve it yes do they deserve this no like that's the that's one of the things and one of the things i have always loved about the saw franchise is your ability to be all like well these people are awful but like that's your definition of awful like yes some mm-hmm. of them are objectively awful people but who are you to judge who makes you god you know judge judy and executioner and you know <laughs> did you say judge judy and executioner I nice did. nice twist in the classic <laughs> uh yeah thank you 
Um, but yeah, I just, so for me, like they do lean a little too heavily into making him, he's almost heroic in this film by the end of it. And I, I don't, I, I love the complicated nature, but I hate that. (laughs) So what I've already said, that's my number one. So what's your number one? Just keep talking. Uh, Let me know. I uh, have genuinely have no idea what it is. Yes. So mine's a little bit, it's on the horror thriller side. Um, but Godzilla minus one. Oh yeah. I did see that. Mm. It was so good. Very good. This probably the scariest Godzilla. Like there oh, is okay. I'm yeah, listening. It's <laughs> very well done. Um I think it's still playing like, in theaters. I could go tomorrow. I think so. I think I, I can't remember if it was supposed to be out by the end of the month or not, but it was really good. Like a it very was still scary playing Godzilla. when I went to go see the Iron Claw on two days ago. Yeah, I really think you'd enjoy this one. It's really well done. But there's also a Oh, and it absolutely would still be in theaters, because if it was on theaters on a Saturday it would be on like a Tuesday tomorrow. So, okay. Yeah. Well, unless they switch out their month or their week. Um, no, they switch out they on like thir- Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, but yeah, it's just, it's so well done. It's very emotionally resonant. Um, and it's, do I, I think it was one of the best Godzilla movies, to be honest. Like and it showed the devastation that Godzilla does, like in a way that hasn't been done in a while. And it's another nice. reason why, you know, as a callback to our TV list, but um, in Monarch Legacy of Monsters, is you're seeing the aftermath of what happened, and I love that. Like you're seeing what how the world changes when they realize like these things exist. And it's a question that's not usually been answered by a, a giant creature movie. One of the best that actually did it was Monsters <laughs> with by Gareth Edwards, who coincidentally ended up directing the first American Godzilla movie. Um, but yeah, like it's very much uh, they lean on a lot of the aftermath of what happens. And nice. it's the same with Godzilla is you kind of see a lot of the you see some of the aftermath of what happens with it. But yeah. Minus one is really good. I would, I really think you should see it. Yeah, I've heard it's good on, things, and I it's wasn't. In my, it's in my top list too, so tells oh. you how good it was. Yeah. So let's move on to our just favorite films of 2023. My favorite new to me movie was again thanks to Sean and the podcast, The Big Chill. Fucking loved it. Go listen to our episode. It's really good. Um, my favorite was my best friend's wedding. I loved it. Was that this year? I thought we did yeah, that, that last was, year. I think that was January, wasn't it? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. We've done uh, a lot. I don't know. But <laughs> yeah, The Big Chill is my favorite new movie. We've done a movie. lot. We have. <laughs> um, I, I could go look, January, but I just I don't want to. <laughs> our January schedule. My Best Friend's Wedding with Jonathan Durgan. Oh, okay. It was this year. Nice. So that was your favorite new to you movie? Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it, and it's become a new favorite. Even I have with two all the embarrassing. On, I have two honorable mentions from the end of 2022 that I didn't see until 2023, but I had to mention because I just really loved them a lot. Babylon, fucking loved it. I'm a Babylon defender. I will die on that hill. 
and Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, which I was really genuinely shocked at all the stuff I was seeing from my friends and critics that I really respect their opinion about how good it was. And it was. It really was. <laughs> Did you have any... was a ship of dreams. <laughs> yes. Did you have any honorable mentions from the end of 22 that you didn't see until this year? I don't know if uh, I even gave you that prompt to really think about, but did not give me enough time. To I'm think about so that sorry. One. That's so, fine. I'll yeah. move on to my honorable mention for favorites of 2023. And by honorable mention, I don't necessarily mean that this would have been my number 11 slot in this particular instance. It's just something that I have to have to mention. A 24s Dick's the musical it has to be seen to be believed. And I just, I'm glad it exists. And I just wanted to mention that. So people would know that it does exist in case they want to check it out. It is pretty much exactly what you would think of when you think a 24 does a musical. Dicks the musical. Yes. Um, <laughs> it is raunchy. It is funny. It's just it has to be seen to be believed. Sean, did you have an honorable mention for 2023? Not really. Um, I mean, I will give this one my honorable mention just because I it was way better than two. But my big, my big fat Greek wedding three, um, it was kind of a nice sentimental end to that series. Oh, I didn't think I didn't remember that you saw that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't see it in theaters, but I saw it when it came out on Peacock, mm. and I I thought it was just it's sweet. I love um, my a lot of my friends. This is one of our favorite movies um like the original um my big fat greek wedding and we do enjoy two um which we have covered on the podcast my big fat greek wedding go check that episode out yes if Um, you want to hear our thoughts on that (laughs) and it's just it's so much fun we love it so and there's it, it it's just a nice sweet end to the series a little bit bittersweet but the the best kind are the best endings usually are yeah so uh, you start us off on the 10 list this time. What is your number 10? My number 10 is one that we, I can't remember if you talked about this or not. I, I don't think we talked about it on, on, on Mike, but we were talking about it before. Mine is red, white, and royal blue. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, um, I struggled so much <laughs> in making my top list on Letterboxd, whether or not I should include that, because I genuinely, again, Wild journey on Letterboxd. I gave it like a five stars the first time. Loved and it. And then a two and a half. <laughs> and now it's a two and a half because I read the book in between those two uh, viewings of it. And yes. as an adaptation, it is genuinely awful. And there are some choices in that movie that I don't love. I went on Review It Yourself to talk about that. It's a really fun episode to really uh, parse through why it didn't necessarily work for me again. But... I do really love the movie as a completely separate entity from the book. <laughs> yes. Um, I just, I have read the book. I do, I won't, I, but I read it when it came out. So it had been a long time since I've read it. So I don't remember it as well, but I, I really enjoyed it. I thought this one was fun. Is it objectively a great movie? No, no, but like, the romance is cute and it's like so cute and they're so, so hot cute. they're so hot uma and thurman is doing an accent that uma is thurman inexplicable is doing whatever she is doing it is it's I'm a choice for, it's a choice <laughs> but i'm here for it anything uma thurman does i love her 
Um, but yeah, it's I just I had a lot of fun with it. I thought it was sweet and it was yeah, I liked it. So it, it hit my number 10. My number 10 goes to the Jennifer Lawrence comedy No Hard Feelings. I also have No Hard Feelings on my list, um, but it's my number six. Oh, yeah. It's, it was so fun watching it in my early 30s at that point, which I am no longer in. I can't even try to call 35 early 30s solidly middle. But um, <laughs> I really loved it. It's super cute. I don't think it is a flawless film. I wish it was a little bit more raunchy, but I really liked it. It's very, very funny. Uh, Check it out if you haven't seen it. What's your number nine? My number nine is actually The Outwaters. Mm, Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, And it's just so visually striking. And uh, it just, it stuck with me. My number nine goes to a film I talked about on my favorite horror. And even though it was my number two of my horror list, it is the only thing for my horror list that is on my favorites of 2023. When Evil Lurks, I just really liked it as a film and uh, made me astonished in a way that I am rarely affected. And yeah, so it came in at my number nine. Favorite film of the year, When Evil Lurks. That's a really good pick. Good pick. What's your number eight? My number eight is Scream 6. Nice. Um, you did the, really I like had, it. I did really like it. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, like I said, I love a chase scene. Good set pieces. Uh, I Like I said, there, and I won't go into it again. Some narrative choices that I don't think really worked or should have been more developed. But other than that, I had a lot of fun with Scream 6. And I went to the fan event, and it was just so much Aww. fun. It was so much fun to hear a bunch of Scream fans just be, like, having fun. My number eight goes to The Iron Claw, which was the last film I saw of the year. One of the most depressing films I have ever seen. I never thought I would see Zac Efron giving in like an awards-worthy performance, but here we are. It's very heavy, but a great movie. Number eight, The Iron Claw. What's your number seven? Uh, my number seven is Saltburn. That's my number seven, too. Woohoo! Look at us, snatching up again. Probably the only time we will in this list. <laughs> I believe, yes. <laughs> I 100% yeah. know it will not be. It was the only uh, yeah. time we it's will. Like, I know we're not going to match up for the rest of it. But yeah, we matched up on this one. Um, I really, I just watched Saltburn a couple, couple days ago. So it is not one that I had all year, but I really enjoyed it. Um, I do think it is a little, I don't know. It's, I don't know how I Does it have anything it. to say? Who can say? But it's yeah. gorgeously filmed. I love when we get a naughty movie since sex is, seems to be disappearing from our screens. Yes. Um, you'll never and look at a bathtub drain the same way again. As my letterbox review said, it's a talented Mr. Ripley with more bodily fluids. <laughs> yeah. Rosamund Pike giving in my favorite performance of the year, personally. Oh, she's so good. <laughs> and not like best actress favorite performance. I think the best actress, uh, my, I think the best female performance I've seen this year is Emma Stone. Emma Stone. 
but um rosamund pike was my favorite (laughs) she's just so incredible i yeah she's just so good and i love her line readings of everything and every line reading is just absolutely delightful so good what uh what came in at number six for you my number six was no hard feelings oh did you uh want to add any more thoughts on that or uh no i uh, well i mean you basically said it i think it's really fun (laughs) um i had a lot of fun with it i didn't I understand why you want more raunch. I thought there was more raunch than what we usually get for this kind of film. So I appreciate that for it. Um, especially because like you said, it does feel like sex is, is becoming a taboo subject and that's incredibly dangerous for a world. Um, yeah, I just, I really enjoy it. I thought it was a ton of fun and I'm glad you made me watch it. Oh yeah, that's good. My number six goes to Bottoms, which I know you have not seen or it would 100% be on your list. (laughs) One of the funniest films I've seen in a very long time. Rachel Sinat, please just keep doing your thing. Um, Just let her have her podcast. Yeah, just let her have her podcast. I would 100% listen to a Rachel Sinat hosted podcast. Oh, God, yes. It needs to happen. Very, very, very funny. Um, Check it out. Bottoms. What's number five on the Sean Sean list? The Sean list. My number five is actually Saw X. Oh, nice. Yeah, I which is very surprising to me. That one is yeah. I was like, "Hmm." I love making these lists Um, at the end of the year because they always are surprising. Yeah, but I really enjoyed Saw X. Um, Like I said, I don't love that they make him a little bit more heroic for a character that's a murderer no matter how much he likes to say it, uh, that he's not. But yeah. I did. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. It was a return to form. And yeah. My so top. my number five slot went to Barbie. What a, a film. I can't say anything that hasn't already been said about it, but I deeply loved it. It's very funny. It made me laugh. It made me cry. Great performances, great production design, practical sets. I just practically perfect. And yeah, I think it is a very special, special film, and I really can't recommend it enough. I'd agree. What? What's your uh, number four? My number four is Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Among Thieves. Oh, wasn't it fun? It was so much fun. I had so much fun with that movie um i ended up i didn't see it in theaters shame i know shame. I, I had zero interest in like, it and Jane i heard it such good things about it and i was just like well i don't i'm not a fantasy guy i'm not a i it's not my favorite thing in the world yeah i like um, fantasy but like dungeon dragons i'm like i'm um yeah you know, the but, stereotypical like basement dweller <laughs> doesn't shower i'm like i've just had you know the stereotypes in my mind and i'm like i have and and justice what's his face is in it and i'm not a fan of him I just didn't have any interest in seeing it. And then a friend showed it to me and I immediately went home and bought that for like $30 on Voodoo, which is not something I do. Uh, Yeah, I really liked it as well. It was so good. I just, I had so much fun with it. I regret not seeing it in theaters. That's how much, how much fun I had with it. Because I think it would have been so much fun in a theater. Um, But yeah, it's just, it's got a lot of heart. It's got a lot of comedy. Um, goes Chris on a little Pine. bit too long but <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, but most movies do now. Um, everyone feels like they have to be over the two hour mark to feel like they're worth it. Um, but yeah, I just I I really enjoyed it. I think the cast worked so well together, um, and I just really enjoyed it. Speaking of movies that run on a little bit too long in their third act, Poor Things is my number four. <laughs> Emma Stone putting in one of the performances of a lifetime. We should all be more like Bella Baxter, watching a woman just claim her sexuality with no shame and just the way she looks at the world. I thought it was a really special movie. I can't wait to see it again. Uh, sneaking in at number four, Poor Things. I love a Yorgos movie. I really love a Yorgos movie. Yeah, uh, you do love your Yorgos movie. It was fantastic. I can't wait for you to see it, Sean. I know. I I do want I do want to go to theaters to see it. I just been. It is currently January first, and I am not going anywhere today. <laughs> yeah, well, we got things to do today. You don't have time. I, you were not allowed to go see Poor Things Day. We got right. shit to do. Um, <laughs> speaking of doing things. Tell me your number three of the year. Um, my number three was actually The Holdovers. Um, I really enjoyed this film. Uh, it didn't emotionally... Re- like, it, it... It... I really... I did really enjoy it. I felt it was a little too hollow at points. For me, at least. Not completely, but, like, just enough. Um, but yeah, I just... I thought it was... It had so much heart. Paul Giamatti is... He is if he doesn't win best actor for, i will riot yeah he is he's in lock for if he's not if he doesn't win if he's not nominated i that's a riot this um, summer i would have said killian murphy was on lock for best actor because of how people lost their shit about oppenheimer mm-hmm. and now i'm like i think it's giamatti's race to lose yeah uh he is so good in it and honestly it is a very strong cast like all of them are good um it's just really done well it really captures i don't know it it's a story of a group of people who are alone a group of lonely people who learn that it's better to be alone together and i think that's a very sweet way sweet kind of movie so coming in at number three for me was Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, which I am so glad I caught in theaters right before it left theaters. That movie astonished me. Like, I don't understand how they accomplished it. I truly don't. I watched that stone sober, and it still just, like, blew me away. And watching it stoned was one of the highlights of my year <laughs> um, upon revisiting it. Like, it's... As much as you know I love Lord of the Rings, everyone who's ever met me, if they stick the landing with Beyond the Spider-Verse, uh, maybe the greatest trilogy of all time, um, it was phenomenal. Sean, we're getting up there. You're number yep. two. Have you told us my, yet? Uh, I did. It was actually my number one on my horror list, so it's Godzilla minus one. Mm. So um, we've already talked about that. Mm-hmm. Number two for me, which comfortably just, you know, as this movie and Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse were my one and two most of the year with this film just edging out across the Spider-Verse. Wes Anderson's Asteroid City, a movie that Sean tried to watch three times and couldn't get through it. I just fucking hate Wes Anderson. Films. Something about <laughs> this movie just like really spoke to me. 
where I'm at in life, it was so depressing and hopeful and beautiful and just like, I don't know, all these things working together just really worked for me. And I've watched it a few times over the year and it just blew me away. I'm sorry you don't like it, Sean, but yeah. No, it's... Listen, I just... For some reason, it just does not work for me. I know. Like, I... Which is funny because you would think it would. <laughs> it has yeah. a lot of elements that you would think I would love. I just don't love it for some reason. And well, you can't you really know, say that until you've actually seen the whole thing. But... <laughs> uh, I got a half hour in and I can't remember anything about it. Because like, you were very tired, like always. But <laughs> no, I tried it again. Did I not tell you I've tried this three times now? I just said you've tried it three times, <laughs> but I thought all the times you were just so tired you couldn't do it. No, I literally got a half hour in the third time, and I was like, no, I just don't like this. Uh, what is your number one of the year? So my number one is actually your number five. Oh, um, Bar- hi, Barbie. Yes, hi, Barbie. Um, I loved Barbie. This movie, I saw it twice in theaters. Uh, it just really emotionally resonated with me. Um, I really enjoyed it. I think it was Margot Robbie just knocks it out of the park as she always does. Um, but so does Ryan. Go- Honestly, the entire cast does. Um, I it, like you said, production design, but it's also for a movie about a plastic doll. It has a ton of heart, and I I love movies with heart. <laughs> you do. You really do. I, I can't say much about this because it was still in my top 10, so I can't make give you too much shit about giving a movie with a lot of heart. Uh, my number one of the year, favorite film of 2023 that I saw so far was The Holdovers. I know you thought it was hollow, but I it really resonated with me. It's uh, all that matters is as long as you yeah, enjoy it. it really, I'm, but I mean, it had all the things that I love out of a movie. I mean, give me a teacher that has kind of lost his way uh, bonding with a student in a wintry climb. And I'm pretty much just going to be happy with it, but it was really (laughs) good. Like I finished it and just wanted to watch it a second time immediately. I haven't gotten to watch it a second time, but I've been like wanting to, it's just been a very busy few days. Um, I saw it right near the end of the year, like a few days, few days to go and caught it and was just like, sorry, asteroid city and just blunk. Um, but yeah, that was my favorite film of the year, The Holdovers. Um, a couple other things I want to mention. Sean, did you have a favorite pop culture moment from 2023? I mean, it had to be Barbenheimer. It has to be Barbenheimer. Easy. Like, like, literally, I can't think of anything. I, I, I literally cannot think of anything that was bigger for pop culture. It was crazy. I've never seen anything like it. It was so much fun. What a moment for film lovers. <laughs> Do you have a best line read from the year that you really just loved? I have one. Uh, is yours Elspeth? <laughs> mine is not from Elspeth, surprisingly. <laughs> is yours Elspeth? Oh, I, I think mine might be the uh, men are so lovely and dry. <laughs> that whole I'm surprised. I thought you were going to pick... Um, Juno Temple from Fargo. I thought that was going to be your favorite. Yes, you're right. It is the Juno Temple. Listen to you, bitch. (laughs) 
<laughs> I didn't crawl to get through. I've crawled through ten kinds of hell to get to where I am. And I'm not going to have you run me off because some wannabe royalty doesn't like the way I smell. Yeah, it's so fucking good. Much better than when I do it. (laughs) My favorite line read was from Melanie Linsky in The Last of Us saying, kids die, Henry. They die all the time. Uh, Just really funny stuff. Do you have anything that you were looking forward to in 2024? Like, do you have anything that you're anticipating? Uh, yeah, I'm, I, I'm like we've mentioned, I'm a Godzilla versus Kong Godzilla fan. So Godzilla versus Kong. Um, I think that's going to be a ton of fun. Uh, I'm really excited for Lisa Frankenstein. <laughs> like, that does look really good. It looks so much fun. And I love, I, you know, like it's Zelda Williams and, uh, uh, I was about to say Juno Temple, Diablo Cody. <laughs> yeah. And I really think it just looks like it's going to be so much fun. So the things I am most looking forward to, and again, we're not always entirely sure when things are coming out, but if it does happen that it comes out in 2024, I'm looking forward to the Silent Hill 2 remake for games. Ooh, and if we get a new Resident Evil game, I'm really looking forward to that. Television. If we get a Schmigadoon season three and it comes out in twenty twenty four, that's what I'm. Same thing with Poker Face season two. That's the TV I'm looking forward to. Uh, also, I just not thought of it. If we get a new White Lotus in twenty twenty four, just need that <laughs> in my life. Horror movies. I'm really looking forward to Terrifier three and Horror in the High yeah. Desert three and Nosferatu remake. Oh, Nosferatu! I forgot about yeah. Nosferatu. The films oh, I'm most Furiosa. looking forward to. Yeah, Furiosa looks good. Spider-Man Beyond the Spider-Verse. I already mentioned how much I loved that franchise, and I think it's supposed to come out in 2024. Really looking forward to that. But what I'm most looking forward to in 2024, if we ever actually get this film, Wicked Part 1. I have been waiting for 15 years to see an adaptation of Wicked on the big right. screen. I am so excited I'm looking forward to it so much. Oh my god! There's actually some really big ones. I'm just looking forward to Deadpool three too. Um, Borderlands is supposed to come out next year. Uh, what else do we got? I think Beetlejuice two is supposed to come out next year, which I'm excited for. And um, I also forgot that the new Alien movie is supposed to come out next year. So directed by Fede. Alvarez. Oh yeah, that'll so, be that'll be with good. Kaylee Spaney, I and I'm we love Kaylee Spaney. We do, <laughs> and it's <So>, alien. <laughs> I do have one final prompt. Okay. Did you have a favorite episode that we recorded in 2023? <gasps> Why would you do this to me right now? Um, I have one right off the top of my head. I can say. Oh, uh, go ahead with yours. The favorite episode that we recorded in 2023 for me. This is a main feed episode, not counting like bonus episodes like interviews because those are all just deeply special to me because I really (laughs) respect the creatives involved. But my favorite episode was easily Little Women 1994 with Brenna Gray. Easily favorite episode of the year. Oh, I... 
I don't know if I could choose. This is like picking between your favorite children. I know. Um, I should have warned you about that prompt. Yeah, you're a dick. Uh, <laughs> I God, um, I can't decide. Like that's too. That's guess. fine. You love them that's all. Too it's okay. Hard. I love. I love everyone we speak to. I I just have so much fun doing this podcast. Yes, it could be a little bit of work. Um, Speaking then, of the podcast and work, do we have something to tell our listeners about? We do. Um, we have started a Patreon, um, which is pretty exciting. Um, yeah. Patreon.com slash triple M pod with three M's. You'll find us. Mm-hmm. Basically the same we have on most social media. Um, yeah. And so we're going to be and starting having... a week from today. Yes. We're going to have. Will... A... Yeah. Uh, did you want me to kind of go into it? I thought we were. Yeah. Let's go into it. Yeah. So essentially we're going to have a couple different tiers. Um, three well, to be exact. Three, three to be exact. We've got the basic bitch, um, which is at a dollar a month. That's access to our monthly minisodes and our everlasting gratitude. Yeah. Um, we'll have one to two minisodes a month, depending on how many weeks is in the month. Yes. And they and will drop we... on Mondays. Yes. And then we have the Regina George um which is three dollars a month with monthly access to two in theater film reviews and mm-hmm. minisodes and our eternal gratitude yeah and the last one is going to be the jessica and that one is monthly access to one feature film commentary. named after our favorite bitch in film jessica from sorority film row bitch. yes we love the jessica um but it'll be monthly access to one feature film commentary two in theater film reviews and minisodes and our undying gratitude for real for this, this time, time. <laughs> it'll be a good time uh, yes and then also we hope to anyone who comes on uh, give a little bit more interaction yeah too. so if you want to kind of suggest things absolute please do and this isn't just for anyone on the patreon we do we love to hear from people yes um, so reach please, out yeah even if it's just like even if you even if you just you want to suggest something you think we would love and we have or if you just it. want to say hi yeah i love like, hearing from our listeners like genuinely really do like please do please and please please reach out we will uh i'm horrible at responding so clayton will probably get back to you first but i promise you, I, it's true <laughs> like i'm I, I do not have enough brain power anymore um but i'm working on that <laughs> yeah but yes, it's we love to hear from you guys. We really do. Yes. And if you want to find us on the socials and are not already following us and want to get in touch with us, we are on the podcast is on Twitter, Blue Sky, Instagram, Facebook. On Twitter, Blue Sky, and Instagram, it's at Triple M Pod with three M's. And if you want to find Sean and I, I am on Twitter, Blue Sky, and Letterboxd. Really, honestly, follow us on Letterboxd. Uh, mine is at just happy to see you number two letter c letter u sean's is at i'm murph the smurf m-u-r-p-h-t-h-e-s-m-u-r-p-h uh also i'm on serialized which uh where people log their tv i know like nobody has it but you can find me on there at the same handle as well if you want to see what tv i'm watching and what i think of it and if you want to email us which is always welcome our email is men who like men who like movies pod at gmail.com and like always, if you're enjoying the pod, give us a rate or review. It's, it takes a couple seconds and really helps us a lot, actually. Um, first episode of the year. We did it, Sean. Woohoo! 
2024 is going to be amazing. Like our lineup is genuinely wonderful. I'm so excited about what we're covering and who we're talking to. Uh, it's going to be a good year. Absolutely. Until next time, everybody. Happy New Year and see you next time. Bye. Happy New Year, everyone. Bye.